In the 2020s, a pandemic crippled the world. Some panicked, some denied it. These two guys stayed home, drank, and watched movies. These are the Jameson Tapes. Alan, it's been a while. It has. It's been a while. Yeah. How you been? Busy. I went on a vacation I needed <clears throat> for two weeks. We saw Morbius on the flight back. <laughs> Liked it. I don't care what <laughs> anyone else says. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it too. Probably would have liked it more if Jared Leto wasn't a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. So uh, what you what you drinking? I am drinking mango carts. Less talked about sibling melon cart because I was I was in the store today getting beer for our recording session and I was like I really want Twenty First Amendment Brewing's Come Hell or High Watermelon because it's like a perfect summer beer for me. Could not find it. Oh, and by the way, by the way, a public service announcement for California brewers. I'm one of your biggest fans. I'm one of your biggest patrons. Can we please brew something other than IPAs? There were 25,000 IPA varietals, hazies and doubles and triples and all sorts of bullshit. There are things to do other than IPAs in this state. Thank you. Yeah, the problem here even. I'm so sick of it. The current trend is seltzers, which at least is different, but come on. There's yeah. so many beers out there. No, I have no issue with, with a good seltzer. But I had about four mango carts during our movie viewing. Now I've moved on to whatever was cold in the refrigerator, <laughs> which is Michelob Ultra Pure Gold Organic Light Lager. Oh. It's 85 calories, 2.5 carbs, and it's not good. <laughs> I would go as far as to call it bad. <laughs> the word you used uh, previously was piss. Yes, piss. It's, it's less flavorful piss. <laughs> Not that I know much about the flavor of piss. You don't know me, audience. <laughs> anyway, we watched the movie. <laughs> we did. This is a first for the show in that we have watched a original and a remake. Now, we watched the original just on a whim, not during a recording session. And Yeah, we were three... just having a, a little bit of a creative horror hangout. Yeah. And you you picked the this movie. How, how did you come across... Oh, knowledge man. of the, the original. <laughs> I, I I was looking desperately for something on Shudder, and choosing movies these days is tough because there's just so much, and you only have images to go on. I had kept seeing this image and a name, which was one word, and I kept reading the description and just kept going, yeah, maybe, maybe later, maybe later. And finally, I found a situation that it was appropriate for, and it was called Maniac from the 80s we expected nothing <laughs> nah, no, no expectations going in to our surprise unexpected banger yeah it took a little bit to hook us or if i remember the viewing correctly it took like i would say about 20 minutes to really kick in but then it didn't let up and then it did a 180 that 180 <laughs> oh man was magical <laughs> it was magical you called the 180 we didn't expect kayla who was <laughs> watching it with us called the ending but uh, there was a point where i squealed and i'm pretty sure i woke up because <laughs> this was late at night <laughs> and about three so, quarters of the way through the viewing you're like there's a remake of this and i said oh 
yeah, I'm sure, you know, they remake everything. It has Elijah Wood. And I went, <laughs> oh, okay. But the the original, if you look under Legacy under Wikipedia, it was, you see it made lists like number 18 in the Esquire list of 55 scariest movies of all time. Number 44 in 50 best slasher movies of all time. And I don't know if I agree with the first bit, the second bit is legit. I think it I think it deserves a place on the slasher movie list for sure. Yeah. The original was solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a head exploding, which it's like an automatic like two points on the board for us. Yes. We've come to discover. But so then we watched the remake tonight. Released in 2012-2013, again starring Elijah Wood. <laughs> but there is a gimmick. There is. The gimmick is important to get out of the way. This movie is in the first person. Mostly. For the most part. Mostly. It deviates deviates a little bit, and I actually have kind of a theory about why it does that. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll get into as we do our, as we run through the film. The thing I thought after we watched the first one is it's not rare that a slasher movie, the slasher is the main character. Right. But... It's very rare we're along for the ride for the with the slasher. Yes, yes. Usually, I mean, sometimes there's POV from a slasher. Obviously, like Halloween's a good example of that. But we are with him for like the entire ride. We're not on yeah. a, a victim, and then that victim is like uh, shot in front of a closet, and then the slasher pops out the closet and gets them. No, this is all from our protag Frank's perspective. In the first movie, that's true. In the second movie, it goes so far as to be entirely in first person. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's get into it. Let's do it. We start again, first person, on the streets of New York, Toronto. Fornia. I think New York. <laughs> New York-ronto-fornia. Well, it's not New York because we, we learned that later. It's not New York. Someone else just flew back to New York. So it's oh, and there there are true. like palm trees, so it just doesn't look like LA though. Like there's no hallmark yeah. LA like California. Yeah, sure. So first person perspective, it's a woman leaving a bar and getting bothered by uh, skeezy dudes. <laughs> they have a limo, weed, have a limo and weed. champagne, <laughs> and champagne. <laughs> the woman doesn't get into a taxi with her friend. Which apparently that taxi's not good enough. I, yeah, d- questions about that, but whatever. She flicks her cigarette with a guy who then loudly proclaims, "Hey, she threw her cigarette at me!" <laughs> but this whole time, we're in first person, so we hear uh, ourselves kind of like mumble, like "Leave her alone." This woman then walks home, and from our perspective, we're following her home follow her into her apartment building, get right up behind her, whisper that she looks beautiful, she turns around. This movie wastes absolutely not a second of your fucking time. Immediate cut to Elijah Wood doing a murder. (laughs) (laughs) Just violently stabbing somebody. (laughs) Mr. Frodo, how did you get like this? (laughs) And from our perspective, we stab her under the mouth and through then we scalp her yep and then it says maniac in big red letters (laughs) 
Oh, but we do. We, also, the music is great, and it is established that the music is done by Rob, who I have looked into briefly. This is Robin Corder, Corder, but and he has made a bunch of stuff. He's like a rock pop musician, but he also does other things for movies. Uh huh. Okay, good music so far. Yep, I was about to say that. You keep this up, I may have to get this soundtrack. Right. This is this is a mood. Thanks, Rob. By Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, my man. You do this music? <laughs> Buddy Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's the universe's collective friend, Rob. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need a soundtrack for this movie. You guys know Rob? <laughs> I know Rob. Oh, yeah. Rob's oh, yeah. Rob's, Rob's the best, man. <laughs> but absolute bangers throughout the film from Rob. Very, very moody, dark synth wave and this is this is kind of like the first question i had is okay this is like this was made in 2012 before our collective cultural nostalgia for 80s synth music had exploded so this is kind of ahead of its time obviously it's calling back to a movie that was made in the 80s the original but this movie does not feel like other horror movies of the time at all we then go on a dating website that looks like if if the year is currently 2012 <laughs> looks like it's from 2005 yeah like aim fucking chat room levels and, oh but and before that he, before that doesn't he staple the uh, scalp to a mannequin do we not see i, I want to say that happens see the next mannequin get stapled and then see the first mannequin but i, I oh you're right you're right sorry yeah. sorry you're right I, I could be wrong. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm sleep-deprived and drunk. <laughs> but we, we get involved in some online dating. Good for us. And she seems very interested. Our screen name has Timid in the name. The Timid Man. We're, yes, we're, we're very shy. She wants to see a picture of us. So finally we cave in and post a picture of us. And holy shit, we're Elijah Wood, oh you guys. Oh my god. We get a date with Red Lucy. Meet her at a restaurant. We briefly freak out and need to go to the bathroom, but then we're square. Red Lucy is DTF from the get-go. Like, really laying it on thick. Yeah. The dinner goes okay, and we take Red Lucy home to her place, because we, Elijah Wood, are a gentleman. (laughs) She invites us up for a drink. We say yes. She puts on some music, and unfortunately, <laughs> it is not the delightful stylings of Rob. No. It is a way too on-the-nose music selection of Goodbye Horses. Yeah. That's uh, the, the song from Silence of the Lambs. If I were in charge, I would have put on any song from Tomahawk's debut album, because no one would know what that is, except for those of us who do know. Yeah. And it would have been at least thematically appropriate. Red Lucy gets half naked, takes us to her bedroom, has a mirror on the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) So we can see ourselves as Elijah Wood start to get some sloppy toppy. Elijah Um, Wood looks as one would expect Elijah Wood to look. (laughs) And it's just really funny. Everyone listening, imagine the look on Elijah Wood's face as he gets head. (laughs) You got it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Whatever your imagination was, nailed it on the first try. Yep. If you imagined him uh, in the Frodo costume, that's all right, too. That's, yes. It's just what being Elijah Wood is like. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is a documentary. <laughs> this is his personal video diary. He just uploaded it to Sundance. <laughs> that is the look of Elijah Wood, who has everything and needs nothing, and has lost all pleasure in life. Just imagine Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> <laughs> Take the ring to Mordor. Take the ring to Mordor. Take the ring to Mordor. So it pans up, and while she's down there doing her service, but then we hear her choking in, like, not the good way. Mm -hmm. And it pans back down, and he is strangling her. He strangles her to death, cuts off her scalp. We, Elijah Wood, then go to the bathroom and barf but we, we, we clean up as best as we can. And, you know, and I will say that was a... I didn't want this movie to be like A-plot Elijah Wood, B-plot police procedural, but we throw up, which is DNA evidence, and he cleans it up, except that it's on the floor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's going to come back because he missed some evidence. Nope, never, never yeah. addressed. So, yeah. whatever. With Red Lucy's scalp... We then go home and staple this scalp to a mannequin. But what's this? Our girlfriend is not happy about that. Mm -hmm. uh, our girlfriend being a mannequin that has the scalp of the, the, the first woman that attached. And then we, Elijah Wood, accuse <laughs> both of some slight and then do another thing that gets some automatic points, which is just start freaking out and destroying your room and it saying is, crazy things. Bad. <laughs> yes yes Elijah Wood yes yes <laughs> solid freak out 9 out of 10 I, I don't even know where I started laughing which is, maybe it's just been a long week <laughs> a beer's kicking in I don't know but I'm, I'm having a good time having this movie. yeah he throws a lamp. <laughs> Not like a desk lamp, like one of those like stand-up lamps. Yeah. I don't know why this always happens to me in movies, but like if I I just start laughing at that shit. I love it. I can't ex explain this, to you why. I can't explain to our listeners why, but this is I think the moment we both decided we liked this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah Wood is this he's portraying a pathetic deranged tiny tiny man and it's just fucking adorable and also mm -hmm. very disturbing in many parts as we'll explain elijah thinks he can get away with bringing a new woman home and get like a little polycule man mannequin polycule going mm -hmm. but the girlfriend doesn't like it and then red lucy doesn't like it and there's a whole argument elijah wood freaks the fuck out <laughs> and that's the the end of that day so the next day, <clears throat> we are looking outside of the building that we're in, which happens to be a mannequin restoration establishment. Convenient. As we're looking out, a woman with a camera is just kind of taking pictures. And we say like, hey, what the hell are you doing taking pictures of my shit with no permission? And it turns out to be a, a photographer, an artist named Anna. And she is, she has the very, you know, hard to nail down French accent, because that's weird. <laughs> and I, one thing in comparison to the first movie and the remake, one point I'm going to give in the original's favor the original's meet cute was way better. Yeah. Yeah. The original had Caroline Monroe who's awesome and been in a ton of stuff as the, the protagonist's mm -hmm. uh, love interest. 
they seem to actually like kind of naturally vibe with each other. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. We were, I, I was rooting for the, the the couple in the original way more than in this one. So we talked to Anna and Anna is also totally weird and hipster and is into mannequins. And we totally connect over this. And there's our final girl, you know, essentially. Anna gives gives us her number, which she does by stealing our paper and writing on it and all sorts of shit. And says, hey, call me. I could use your mannequins. And she gets closer to the back of the the building where all the stapled mannequin <clears throat> scalps are on. And we go, no, no, no. Hey, you know, get out. And she says, oh, sorry. I'm so nosy. And <laughs> then we go back in. And oh, no. Uh, scalps, which are bleeding and now rotting, have attracted flies. And we, Elijah Wood, that's just disgusting. We can't have that. So we're just spraying yeah. raid everywhere. And then we look down and we have mannequin hands. Oh, no. Oh, and that comes back, and it's really funny. This movie has so many so good, wait, what moments? <laughs> it's just fun. We continue on. It's nighttime now of this day, and more more of Rob's just banging music. It's popping out the stereo, oh, yeah. and it's fucking great. We drive by what appears to be like a fine arts dance studio, ballet, and there is a woman in, like, red giant sash things and like spinning down and it's all just very artsy and we sneak in hide in the locker and she almost finds us us being elijah wood and then her friends come in and she's like oh hey walk me out i'm scared Did her friends say hey you know let's go get a drink no no i'm gonna go home okay we'll text me and she goes to the subway we stalk her we, and we definitely hope we didn't make her feel uncomfortable when we were staring at her the entire time she notices us Runs the hell away. In the first one, we have a, a, a you know, a, a serviceable bathroom kill. Here, we just pace her, we chase her into a parking lot in this now empty city that no one can hear anyone getting murdered in, out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. And then we sneak under a car and hamstring her when she comes by. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and this is, this is the first instance of breaking POV, by the way. And I think... As obvious a metaphor it is, as it is, I think it's the killer separating himself from his actions and looking at himself doing it. Is, is it that blunt? That's my guess. Why that one? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's my question. Is that, that's a solid theory. I just don't know why that one. Why not the first or the second? Um, is it because his guilt has just ramped up to a certain degree? Well, maybe this needs a rewatch for me then, because Man. when he starts killing Red Lucy, he starts doing it while he's looking at a mirror. True. So he sees himself. True. And later, um, when they're in the movie theater, there's a flash on the screen of him doing it, and he's watching himself doing it. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You might be right. It's, yeah, worth 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 some analysis mm -hmm. from people more sober than we are. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a theory. <laughs> Interrupt theory. We get the execution animation for ourselves as as we kill the and I looked it up. It's it's sky dancing or aerial silks ah. is, is what that's called. I used to do stand up at like burlesque shows locally a lot, and oh, yeah. there was there were several people that did that. And it's one of those things that I find fascinating to watch in real life and watching 
video of it does nothing for me. Yeah, agreed. So another kill, another scalp. Then we cut to ourselves, Elijah Wood, working working on mannequins. Our French will they won't they girlfriend. Her name her uh, name is Anna. I say we just call her French yeah. girl. French lady yeah. is taking pictures of us working on mannequins, and we look pretty good because we're Elijah Wood from Veer. I think this is duct date. Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. we go out for so a duct date. We, we go to a pond where there is ducks, and we continue to talk to French girl. The chemistry is fine. It's just we have the original to compare it to. Yeah. So, but then we, we get a really bad migraine. And have to abandon our duck date. We go home and they're talking about us on the news. And we have a flashback to Mommy, who has been mentioned that she passed. And it said that like this was the family store. And I don't even know if that's true. It might be. But yeah. the important thing is that Mom was probably a lady of the night or something like that. Just had men over a lot who were not dead. Mm. And we hid in the closet whilst this happened. And Elijah yeah. Wood does that and kind of relives it. And, and then we and have mommy. mannequin legs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have mannequin legs and pronounced mannequin bulge. Oh. Uh, it's, yep, it's it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great because Elijah Wood, he keeps the same energy and tone consistent throughout despite what's happening to his character or what his character's doing there's no like fourth wall break ever it's just like these things are happening and elijah wood's very uncomfortable <laughs> it's just really fucking funny from there we want to go on another date with french girl and we get to go see a favorite film of nicholas cage and yep. pedro pascal the cabinet of dr caligari i'm pretty pretty well familiar with there's a really stilted, obvious comparison. Oh, oh, French girl doesn't share a popcorn. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of messed up. She catches him staring at her while the movie's going on, but she doesn't seem to mind too much. It's funny though because he uh, looks down at the popcorn, like, "Hey, yeah. can you pass the popcorn, you're gonna, please?" You're gonna eat that whole fucking thing of popcorn in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> you're missing the movie. You're, I'm missing the popcorn. Uh, one of the thing at one point he hallucinates during the movie rewatching his kill of the redhead from the beginning of the film. Yeah, a few brief hallucinations of her being a mannequin as well. But uh, overall, he keeps his. We keep our cool. So we we leave the movie theater. Anna asks if we want to come join her for a drink with her boyfriend. <gasps> yes. No. We are distraught. We are not happy about this, but we don't make a scene. We just say, "No, I'm tired. Yeah. I, I got work to do." I'll no, uh, yeah, no, I got, I got, I got stuff to do. I, I just want to go home, get some rest. You know me with all my weird migraines and stuff. I should <laughs> probably get home. Then we walk home and see, watch as uh, mom gets absolutely taken to downtown <laughs> by some dude on the street, and mom, mom tells us to stop watching and go wait in the car. I think. And then we look to the other, we do a 180 and see ourselves as a tiny child walking away. Yeah. The next night is Anna's gallery show exhibition thing that we were making mannequins for. It's a, it's a big fine art to do and it's cool until we follow her boyfriend into the bathroom. He turns around and says, oh, you one of Anna's gay friends. 
We say no. He does not use soap when washing his hands. Wipes his hands on us. So, not cool. Not cool, dude. We go back out to the party, and we say... And before that, we said that Anna was very beautiful. And then Anna's agent just starts talking goop at us and says that mannequins are creepy and what we do is creepy so naturally we follow her home to her oh and anna is telling her and this is important hey i'll call you a cab hey i'll call you a cab and the agent says i live three blocks away i'll just walk it's fine agent goes to the apartment skyscraper whatever penthouse suite the doorman leaves the door open leaves the keys on the desk which damn you got to be bad at your job we somehow magically know what floor she's on go up there and the publicist is having a bubble bath with a glass of what i have decided is merlot we push her under the water and suffocate her and then hog tie her and put her on her bed and decide that she is mom in disguise so we do creepy elijah wood stuff and scalp her as well very very heavy-handed with the more than any of the other kills, very heavy-handed with the calling her mommy and very, yeah, yeah. Ave Maria was playing for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> but kind of works two ways because Ave Maria was playing and we get the mommy stuff, but yes. also was playing while something of a baptism was happening. Yep. <laughs> so the bitch publicist is dead. It makes the news. A French girl is very upset. We look in the mirror and we tell ourselves, okay, we're going to take our shot. We're going to, we're, fuck a boyfriend. We're going to get Anna back. Yeah. We're going to get our life together. So we call Anna to talk about something else, but then she brings up the, the murder of a bitch publicist. And we, we offer to come over and comfort her and keep her company. And she's like, no, no, but we insist. And as far as she knows, we're a good enough guy. So she lets us come over. She's there with another guy, but he's gay-coded and an actor. And he just booked a toothpaste commercial. National Um, toothpaste commercial. National. So I'm excited for this guy. Also, Martin Um, was cute. Yeah, he leaves. We bring up French girl's boyfriend again. Find out she broke up with him. He's a musician. We only know of one musician in these parts. Wait, did you talk about Rob? Rob? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I better get out of here. I don't want to fuck with Rob. Rob rules. You know what? If you're you're out here slandering Rob, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, nah. Nah. We decided from the beginning that (laughs) Rob is just everyone's friend, Rob. Yeah. And everyone everyone agrees Rob's a good dude. She broke up with Rob, the musician. We are there to comfort her. We give her a massage. And things are going our way. It looks like everything's coming up Elijah Wood. (laughs) Till it doesn't. Until the French girl is blaming herself. We say, I mean, she lived three blocks away. Uh, She... That that attack could have happened to anyone. And oops. Mm -hmm. Oops. Oopsie. We've given up the ghost. She realizes pretty, pretty fast, because we also mentioned all the other murders, and the news has not brought up those murders in connection with the latest one. Yeah. Because it's an entirely different class of victim. Yeah, different MO. MO. Yeah, save for the scalping. Sure. Yeah, you know, that that was pretty weak. You know what? Yeah, I was about to say, 
it probably should have been connected just up the, the scalping. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So it gets a little slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> because we're trying to reassure Anna that we just need to talk this out. We're a good guy. We came all this way to comfort her because we're a nice guy. And we just need to explain ourselves. Anna's backing away into the kitchen. You called the knife. <laughs> yeah. She gets her hands on a knife, stabs us, cuts us on the arm. Fucking drop kick her through a table. <laughs> <laughs> She stabs us through the hand. We bandage her hand. For the first fucking time ever, someone hears something going on. Martin, who had been established as her next door neighbor as well, so it's yeah, he was around. Makes it makes sense. So Martin comes to the rescue, and we swiftly meet Cleaver him in the teeth, like between the teeth into the mouth. Nice shot. Damn. Oh, and he just booked the, the toothpaste dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Poetic irony. Or dramatic irony. Oh. Everyone, everyone, just, everyone just chill. <laughs> Martin, I'll pay for your teeth. Yeah. Don't worry. It is, like, perfect. We basically Pez dispenser Martin. <laughs> so much for the toothpaste commercial. So we think Martin's out of the picture, and Anna has locked herself in the bathroom, so we, we're trying to... We're still trying to explain ourselves. We think we could talk our way out of this. We're pretty confident. We're we're a nice guy. Yeah. Martin, though, will not die. Nope. He picks up a fucking... Is it a table leg? A baseball bat? I think he had a baseball bat when he came in, so yeah, he had it again. Oh, okay. He rocks us with the baseball bat, uh, but then we throw him through the door. Which is made of plaster. It is the most breakaway door. And that gets us to our French girlfriend in the bathroom. She backs into the shower curtain. Looks like she's trying to maybe climb out the window. Maybe to the fire escape. I don't know. What ends up happening is we wrap her in the shower curtain and choke her out. <laughs> I was hoping that we, Elijah Wood, would fall out and then, like, have a slow motion falling sequence and just have, like, you know, the mannequins talking to him and his mom talking to him and his brain and hit the ground and that would be the ending because... I didn't necessarily want it to end the same way as the first one, but we'll get there. Yeah. And that would have prevented us from my favorite POV shot, which True. is coming up. True. So we choke her out and are pretty confident once she comes to, we can explain all of this to her. We put her in our van and are driving around all night, apparently. Yeah. Until we make it back home open the van and she comes out and in, in a, in a callback, we did not, we did not set up the callback, but he he asked for a hand earlier in the film. <laughs> and in this moment, she, she gives him a hand. She stabs a mannequin hand through his chest. Stomach. Kind of a stomach, abdomen yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. And then she bolts. We, we pull the hand out and start chasing after her. She finds someone driving a car, stops the car, hops in the car. A driver. Guns it. <laughs> guns it. And then hits us with a fucking car. <laughs> Which is it not, is, it, it's not someone jumping on, you know, a car and then blowing someone's head up with a shotgun, but it is funny. It's pretty great. They are not a very good driver. No. They then run into a wall. About fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. What oh, the come fuck? On. What the actual hell? You suck at driving. And Anna 
does not come out of that crash looking very good. Nope. Exhausted of all other options, we, we cut our the love of our life scalp off. And then we put it onto a mannequin, but not just any mannequin. No, this is a bridal mannequin. Mm-hmm. Uh, re- resplendent in a bridal gown. We've got a wedding ring, and we are now married to our yeah, beautiful, yeah, yeah. beautiful bride. And we pick her up and carry her to our bridal bed. <laughs> but on the way there, we've got to deal with, with our past relationships as the <clears throat> mannequins of all the other girls start coming on to us and telling us what a good lover we are. And we have to assure our bride as we carry her to our bridal bed mm-hmm. that they're all lying. And We don't even know them. Yeah, we don't even know these girls. They mean nothing to me. We make it to the bed, lay, lay our bride down, but the ladies are not having it. They gruesomely... Very, very begin, viscerally. Very, very viscerally, like... I'm going to say, like, a step up from, like, George Romero, <laughs> start tearing us the fuck apart. <laughs> Just tearing off limbs, tearing out guts, and eventually tearing us, Elijah Woods, face off to reveal a mannequin. Yeah. Then it pans out. You see the police arriving on the scene. You find all the mannequins and us dead in the closet. Yep. The closet where we once... Uh, our mom fucks Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that that and is our movie. That is the movie, and it's it's real good. Yeah, remakes are abounding, and Hollywood has been chasing this almost impossible task of how do we get the classic slashers working again? And like, no matter what they do, Jason. Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, like, no no one quite knows what to do with it. You know what? I'm going to say it. Uh, Maniac needs to be the new slasher franchise. Like, it works. Yeah, I'm on board. He's not cracking wise. He's not a teleporting, like, demigod. Just this scrawny dude scalping people. Yeah. I mean, do we personally know for a fact that Elijah Wood cannot teleport? That's true. I'm sleeping on Maniac, Frank Zito. Yeah. I want to see, you know, a Maniac franchise. I, th- I think we're ready for it. I don't know how we do a franchise, but I'm, I'm eager to see what someone would do. Seriously. Correct me if I'm wrong. Last episode we did was The Void. Yep. Yeah, we are two for two on, on bangers. Yeah. Right very, now. Very happy. Um, just a really fucking solid movie. And the nice thing is, is that we can, like, go watch both. This is one of those yeah, rare occasions where we're like, the original is, they're both their own different thing, for sure. Yeah. I think we can talk about that now. The first one is, I will say it's a little bit less it is absolutely of its It's of its time. Oh, sure. 100, 100%. But it's got 80s fantastic practical effects. After like three kills or something, Alan just says, I would, I would love this just turned into a rom-com. And then it fucking turned into a rom-com. Yeah. And and like he, Frank Zito is like dating the photographer and they're at this nice like, you know, bougie Italian restaurant and this this, this just goes on for like 25 minutes and we're all just losing our shit going, "Oh my god, this turned into a fucking dating movie." You you will believe a guy who looks like dumpy Captain Lou Albano could date <laughs> Carolyn Monroe. 
<laughs> and one thing that the original had that the remake doesn't, and then like I don't think it's a bad thing, but uh, the part I squealed at was they go to the cemetery to pay respect to Frank's mother, and they go to her grave, and Frank's mom pops out the grave, and suddenly this is a yeah. gothic horror movie now. It's yeah, apropos of nothing. There is so much to love about both of these movies. And one is a remake of the other. Same character name. Mm-hmm. It hits on a lot of the same things. The mannequins are a thing. Yeah. The scalps are a thing. But different movies. Different tone. Like, the, I would say the remake is played more serious. Like, it, it definitely has its moments of, like, just kind of, what the fuck? But it's yeah. it's played much more consistently and even-toned. It, it knows what it's doing very well. Yeah. Wow. Goddamn. Okay, well, how do we make a drink out of this? The one thing I was going to say, my initial idea is to do a version of a New York Sour. Okay. Because that has a red wine float, and we could call that the scalp. Ooh. Ooh, I love that. Plus, we do have a scene of red wine being drank in the film. This is true. This is true. So, a New York Sour, it's typically the base spirit is air bourbon. Lemon juice, simple. It says egg white optional, but I think a sour needs an egg white. Yeah. That's just my, my, my opinion. Same, same. And then a floated ounce of half ounce of red wine. How are we going to put our, our own spin on that? Let me think here. I'm going to say it needs to be rye whiskey. Yeah. Cause... I err on the side of rye when it comes to either rye or bourbon. You know what? We need we need like a obtuse garnish. <laughs> Garnish with something that like you put it in there and you serve it to some and they just go, I'm sorry, what what is this that you just gave me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and keep this clean, of course, but like find like a, a Halloween plastic skeleton finger and put it in there and give it to them. <laughs> Garnish with a Barbie head. No. <laughs> a scalped Barbie head. You know, yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nuts. Yes. Go go nuts because this movie was both the remake and the original. Put that in there. Do not smile. Just give it to them and like look them dead in the eyes. Man, you could just put something in there to like just shock them. Make sure it's clean, yeah, of course. Um... But yeah, just some fucked up garnish. That's all I need. And to give this cocktail a little originality beyond it just being a New York sour. Hmm. Oh, a little grenadine and some what kind of what kind of bitters we we mm. on this. I'm not. Uh, let's go Angostura. Angostura. Yeah, Paris. yeah, that's a solid choice. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm feeling crazy. Instead of simple, do a Demerara syrup. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go wild. That's the... Uh, That's the New York maniac. It's the Cal... <laughs> the Cala New York... What did I say earlier? <laughs> New york Fornia. New york Fornia sour. The New york Fornia scalp sour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At some point, we have to make this... <laughs> Yeah, sounds decent to me. I'll drink it. Yep, would drink. It's got to be better than this absolute piss I am pouring into my mouth right now. Oh, boy. Mm. Mm, good piss. It's good And piss. not even good piss. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, man, yeah, I've never liked Michelin. I've drank better piss than this. No one sampled that out of context. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, we reviewed us a movie. We had a few drinks. We made up a cocktail. What's our spider room moment? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I think for me, 
it was the moment right before he makes up his mind to go get Anna back. He looks to his right, and there's him as a mannequin. Oh, the the little boy mannequin. Yeah, I just I think we both just <laughs> w- w- what does he have that? Yeah. Is that in his brain? I don't know anymore. I know we already mentioned it, but like right after he remembers watching mommy fucking do coke. We get the the scene where his legs, we has mannequin legs and mannequin groin. Yeah, and just screams. And <laughs> yeah, yep, that's mine. There's there's a lot of just great moments. Yeah, where we just this we're is, just laughing. There's a lot of spider room moments in this one. There's a wealth of them. You gotta watch it. Like there's just so many. Yeah. Like I can't help but feel that the filmmakers were aware of what they were doing. But it's seeing like you should be sympathetic, but I know you're just laughing at this. Uh, yeah that's gonna be it for that for us then agreed a toast clinky thanks for joining us we will Um, be back don't scalp anybody don't even if you are elijah wood don't you don't do that don't don't be overly insistent to people if someone has a toothpaste commercial coming up don't meet cleaver them in the face it's not a good look and if you're gonna puke on the floor just clean it up just clean it up (laughs) Don't don't do that. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> the Jameson Tapes is hosted and created by Alan Cheney and Abysme. If you have a movie suggestion for the podcast, please leave a comment, message us on the Creative Horror Discord, or tweet at Creative Horror with the hashtag Jameson Tapes. Creative Horror is a network of creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. Please visit us at creativehorror.com.